You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Aaron Rodgers is a jet. We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. And our long national nightmare is over. Aaron Rodgers is finally officially a member of the New York Jets after the Jets and Packers agreed to trade compensation for the four-time NFL MVP. That compensation, the Jets gave up the number 13 and 42 picks in this year's NFL draft, plus a sixth rounder and a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps for the Jets this season. Jets received number 15 and number 170 in this year's draft, in addition, of course, to Aaron Rodgers. And the big question here, of course, is, is Aaron Rodgers still Aaron Rodgers? Last year, he had the third lowest touchdown percentage of his career, the second lowest yards per attempt, the lowest passer rating, and the lowest QBR of his career. What are the Jets actually getting here, Heath? What do you think about this deal? Well, there is um, no precedent for Aaron Rodgers looking like he's washed up and then turning in multiple <laughs> MVP seasons in the past. Thankfully, no, there absolutely is. He um, did not look like the same guy back in twenty, basically 17 through 2019. I think in those three seasons combined, he had like 60 passing touchdowns, um, a t- touchdown rate of 4.2 and 4.6% in 2018 and 2019, actually both lower than what it was last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have reason to believe that we know for sure what Aaron Rodgers has left. I'm always very skeptical to project a bounce back season for a player who has passed their prime. And Aaron Rodgers absolutely should be past his prime, 39 <laughs> years old. And so I do not expect they're getting prime Aaron Rodgers. I also think um, Aaron Rodgers is a person whose – how he feels about things may really impact how he's playing. And so if he's he's happier in New York, then I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bounce back. Yeah, I mean specifically with Rodgers, the one thing that I've always kind of felt throughout his career was just when he's comfortable with his receivers, he plays really, really well. And I I think the loss of Devontae Adams and the fact that he was primarily replaced by – two very talented rookies in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, but two rookies mm-hmm. uh, I think probably impacted how he played. And look, when, when you're talking about the, the Jets end of this deal, it's not just can Aaron Rodgers be prime Aaron Rodgers anymore. It's can Aaron Rodgers just be decent. And I feel really confident that Aaron Rodgers can just be better than what they had last year. If that, that might not be enough to make them Super Bowl contenders, but when we're talking specifically about how we feel about Garrett Wilson, I think he's clearly a top 12 wide receiver with Aaron Rodgers. I've got him at number 10. I'm projecting a nice step forward across the board. Remember the Jets quarterbacks last season, 2.4% touchdown rate, 6.4 yards per attempt. It would hard to be it would be hard to be worse. Where do you have Garrett Wilson ranked? Yeah, at 12 or 13, um, I actually had him at 9 or 10 at one point in this exercise. And the longer it drug on, the more I got worried about the circus. And it bothers me a little bit that the Jets went and got Alan Lazard 
mm-hmm. still have Corey Davis, and and apparently, like Corey Davis was one of the guys that Aaron Rodgers had asked the Packers to trade for in the past. So someone he likes tried to acquire Odell Beckham, have been linked to the DeAndre Hopkins trade market. The whole and have reason- Michael Hardman. And have Michael Hardman. The whole reason we were concerned about Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs last year is because Aaron Rodgers has not had a lot of success with young wide receivers. You must mm-hmm. earn his trust. And as far as I know, he's not throwing a football to Garrett Wilson. So I do think there's a little bit of risk when it comes to Garrett Wilson's target share. But sure. I would expect that the quality of targets he receives will be considerably better. I do think he is a very talented wide receiver. As long as he can earn Aaron Rodgers' trust in the short period of time that we expect for Aaron Rodgers to be in New York Jet a couple of years, then, then I think things will be fine. He's a, he's, a, he's 12 or 13 for me, but I, I've got just a little bit of anxiety just because sure. like, Aaron Rodgers is a unique dude. That's certainly uh, true. Let's talk about the Packers side of the deal where – you know, I, I think you can look at it both ways. You look, you can look at their w- willingness to get rid of Aaron Rodgers and say they really believe in Jordan Love, or you can look at it and say Jordan Love's entering his fourth NFL season. They've got to start thinking about extensions and fifth-year options, and he's p- thrown eighty-three passes in real NFL games. So I, I don't necessarily know if this is a vote of confidence in Jordan Love, but we're going to see him at least this season. What do you expect from him and the Packers offense? Where are you ranking Christian Watson in particular? I don't think that Jordan Love will be worse than Aaron Rodgers was last year. Um, I I think that he will be a semi-average. He's got a good coaching staff there. He should be comfortable with the system. Uh, Christian Watson, a number two wide receiver for me, right around wide receiver 20. I think he has almost as much upside as Garrett Wilson. I do think that there would be, like, there's a possibility the reason that the the Packers wanted to get up to number 13 is because they want to take uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigba, and that would definitely change things for yep. Christian Watson. It'd be hilarious if they finally drafted a first-round wide receiver right after they got rid of Aaron Rodgers. And they probably should. Yeah. Given how high the stakes are with Jordan Love, like, they got to figure out if this is the long-term guy, like, this year, basically. Absolutely. So yeah, Love is a low-end number two quarterback. Watson for now a mid-range number two, but if they draft a wide receiver in the first round, um, I'm not certain that Christian Watson's better than a first-round wide receiver in this class. That would be really interesting. Yeah, I've got Watson at wide receiver 26 right now. Romeo Dobbs is outside of my top 50, but there's some appeal there in, in PPR, especially if they don't make an addition. And Aaron Jones still a top 12 running back for me, AJ Dillon, more like a mid range RB three. What about you? The AJ Dillon part is right. I'm a little lower on Aaron Jones just because of my uh, um, return to ageism. And uh, he, th- <laughs> there's so many backs in that 27, 28 year old range this year. And I think about half of them are probably going to fall apart. History would suggest that that's probably accurate. So that's going to be a, an interesting thing to argue about over the course of the offseason with Aaron Jones. And it's going to be really interesting to see what the Packers and Jets offenses look like. You know, we still got the NFL draft. I think the Packers are going to make some some big splashes in the first round here as well. So still some work to be done on both of these sides. But we at least know Aaron Rodgers for sure will be playing for the Jets next season. So that's going to do it for FFT and 5 for this emergency edition. And we'll see you tomorrow. a very 
bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.